I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together we, we watch anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films of the same genre. Of the same genre. And watch them so you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you'll know what's a surprise hit and what's totally an episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, dude? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Your face was really funny then. It's a shame this is an audio <laughs> medium Skype. that no one can see. I know, I know. Oh, listeners, if only you could see it. It really looked like Skype had frozen, but it was actually just him holding a ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous grimace yeah. grin. It is yeah. episode 46 of our uh, wonderful Film Fest podcast. 46. 46. Wow. That's actually, I mean, we are crawling quite rapidly slash slowly towards the big 5-0, which is you know, just feeling quite substantial. I'm, I'm rather chuffed. That is very substantial. And do you know what? When we get to the big five zero, how many how many films will we have seen? Well, probably one hundred and fifty. I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> Basic math. That is a lot of films, though. One hundred and fifty films. Yeah. Wow, that, we're building up quite an archive. Absolutely, of stuff that's yeah. probably already been removed from Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't mention that. It'll come back. It can swings and roundabouts. Well, it, as well in different territories, they have different things, don't they? It's oh yeah, it's, well exactly, and it's entirely true that stuff you know, um, stuff stuff does come back. It swings around. It's that really weird thing where I f- see something I've watched in another country and then it comes to UK Netflix and I turn it on. I'm like, oh yeah, so I've already watched this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And exactly, I, I was actually before I always record the podcast. I've said this many times, listeners, but. Normally, what I do is I listen to the last one just so I can sort of refresh because we do so often have massive gaps. <laughs> and the last one was our rom com with our Bradley uh, Cooper rom com special. Our Bradley Cooper rom com special, and I was listening back because I couldn't really remember how the how the how the episode had gone, and I remembered the film I watched, which was Burnt, all about mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper as a, as, a, as a cook. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, that was terrible, wasn't it? And then I listened to my review and I was really <laughs> easy on it. I was just thinking, what am I talking about? It's rubbish. Oh, see, yeah, th- that's not fair. You, you, you gave it a particularly easy ride, I thought. I know. I think this is the thing. I mean, I think I do. Just be honest. I think I do give things an easy ride sometimes because I like to focus on the sort of positive things. And accentuate I, the positives and exactly accentuate. whatever the negative yeah. <laughs> yeah. well fortunately i didn't recommend aloha so that should mean that nobody went and watched it because really that would have been a terrible <laughs> idea and a humongous waste of anybody's time but that is all done and dusted in the can over our shoulder not looking forwards looking backwards we're looking forwards we're all about now we're all about the present and we're all about <laughs> what genre Jono? crime crime yes a favourite genre of ours. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's fairly standard fare. We love a bit of crime. And we've done crime various ways before. We've yes. Had, we've had episodes that have sort of touched on crime. Actually, I was thinking about an episode we did quite a long time ago when we did um, legal dramas, you know, court, court, oh, yeah. court dramas. And do you remember that slightly weird film we had as the combo that had, um, oh. It, uh, I feel like it was a Steve Gutenberg movie. It wasn't there, was it? it was, um... no, no, no. No, it had, it had a very young Gary Oldman in it. That was Do you remember it. Remember, as, as, as as he was the cop, and then the serial yes. killer was oh, um, what's his name from uh, Footloose? 
Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes. And there's all that, those people <laughs> like running into the woods and things. Yeah, it was really OTT. Yes. Hilarious. What was it called? I have no idea. Oh, Sorry, people. But, you know, if you want to find out what it was called, listen to the back catalogue. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah see? Point. Yeah, nice that. Yeah. Uh, you know, as like you say, crime, always a favourite genre of ours. Um, one of the first DVDs you ever bought me, not that you've bought me a million over the years, but one of the first DVDs I own was Goodfellas. Um, and uh, because you bought it for me, there you go, that's how it works. Um, yeah. But yeah, crime, you know, it, it's huge, it's enormous. So this time we decided not to narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, well, there was vague, very, very vague talk of doing crime thrillers. But it's just like, well, that's kind of all crime. Yeah, it? exactly. Like, oh, it's a crime comedy. I mean, I guess there are some crime comedies, but... No, there definitely are. Yeah. But, yeah. Palookaville, for example, that's yeah. a crime. And you get crime capers. That's exactly, I was going to say, you, you almost call Ocean's Eleven a crime comedy in a weird way. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, the lady really killers. love Ocean's Eleven. I never loved the... Um, original. The, the the original Ocean's Eleven. No, it just doesn't do it for me, those rap No, no but that's because they entirely live up their own backsides. But Yeah, they're just too self-indulgent. The best rap pack movie in ways is those two having their guest appearance on the Cannonball Run. You know, they really add something <laughs> to the Which someone the other run. day tried to tell me was not a good movie, and I yeah, just had no, to disagree I, with... people say that. It's rubbish. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere, though. I keep trying to buy it. Cannot find it anywhere. Love nor money. Yeah, not even digitally. It's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. That is rubbish. That is also, in many ways, a crime comedy because they are breaking the speed limit all the time. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> oh, that was really annoying. I like uh, it. Uh, great. All right. Well, we do have three movies that we hadn't seen. Yes. I true. have literally no idea what your um, one was. I seem to remember that I wanted to watch it. Right. All right well, I, I'd forgotten that, but the film I watched, which I was very excited about seeing, mm. is... Hangman. That's why I wanted to watch it. Yeah, from 2017. Um, That's why I wanted to watch it. Hey, you know what? (laughs) I've just found a theme. My movies from 2017 and our combo movies from 2017. God, I did not know that. The theme of this pod is Crime 2017. (laughs) Oh, that's really cool. I'm Ah, quite pleased. Yeah. Um, Okay, okay. Anyway, Hangman, all right? Uh, yeah, that's the film I, I'm going to tell you about. And first, I'm just going to tell you the cast because it's got Alba Bloody Chino. Um, yes, that came out weird. Alba Bloody Chino. Really Alba Chino. He's a yeah. Spanish dude. Looks a lot like Alba Chino. <laughs> who loves who loves wearing cream trousers? Yes. Um, uh, Carl Urban. Um, I who, like Carl Urban. I very much like Carl Urban. Mm. And um, Brittany Snow. Do you remember Brittany Snow? Yeah, dead in the bath. Brittany Snow or the shower or something, didn't she? Oh no. Or is it Brittany? Oh, sorry, that was Brittany. Other thing. Brittany Snow is from um, uh, Pitch Perfect, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah. Oh, she's great. Suddenly does that oh, bit. Yes. You know, she yeah. Does yeah. The yeah. Bass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I really like her in 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 that film. So I was quite pleased to see her early on. So anyway, okay. I'm I'm going to keep the plot fairly brief, but basically it's all about a homicide detective played by um Carl Urban who brings his part his old partner, his old sort of washed up partner Al Pacino out mm. of retirement to help catch a serial killer. I'm sorry, I can't stop thinking about Al Pacino. That's <laughs> <laughs> a really good one, isn't it? Um, yeah. Al Pacino. Um, and he, who, to catch a serial killer who, as you might guess from the title, um, hangs people, but also in that seven-style way, um, sort of kills people, and then each time he kills someone, he daubs in blood, you know, like he adds a letter. You know, it's, oh, like, really? a, it's like a game of hangman with actual <laughs> hangings. How many, how many letters is the word? 
uh, I forget the exact number, uh, but you're more than seven, because there's definitely a bit when they point out that they've got this many letters and that's seven people left or something like that. Right, you know, she's so not it's, spelling really... anti-disestablishmentarian as well. <laughs> no, no, I can't, I'm ashamed to say, I can't remember what the word is now, which seems ridiculous. <laughs> oh God, I better, I, better, I better look up the plot while we talk. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I was obviously very excited about this because Al Pacino, yay, I'm definitely a bit of a fan, Carl Urban, yay. And as well, I must admit, I like this kind of slightly silly plot. Now, you remember what it was like. When Seven came out, it was, wow, that is amazing. And then suddenly we were flooded oh, yeah. with serial killers who kept on killing people in really sort of more and more. I, I always remember actually quite soon after Seven, there was, I remember really enjoying it actually. There was a TV series called um, Messiah. The first Messiah was this murderer who was killing people in the style that the um, Jesus's disciples were killed in the Bible. Oh, great. And I remember, yeah, it was really gory and horrible, but I remember sort of quite liking that. But then it just, it just got so sort of tired of the, all these murderers doing it, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, in more and more ridiculous ways. But there was I the quite bone like collector. The, he oh, collects God. bones. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I mean, I came up with my own one. I had this, really, I came up with this plot. I was, I was convinced it was going to make me, make me rich. <laughs> where the killer was um they they were investigating the deaths and in each victim was killed by using a bone from the previous victim <laughs> <laughs> to club him to death <laughs> that's awesome i know i really thought it had legs but anyway back to hey, so, okay, did so, the, so did the guy doing the killing did there <laughs> nice Nice, very good. Anyway, so Carl Urban in the past has lost his wife. His wife has been murdered. So okay. he's a he's a very sort of beaten up person. And yep. um, Brittany Snow plays a journalist who's coming to uh, just follow, shadow these policemen on a case, which then obviously sort of escalates into this particularly awful case. Mm-hmm. And um, Al Pacino is, as I say, he's coming out of retirement. He drives around in this beaten up old Volvo, which I immediately quite like. You know, just again, it's a bit of a yeah. cliche, isn't it? Sort of, you know, a detective in some beaten up old car. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't bother listing the sort of other people in the cast because none of the other cast members are particularly sort of A-listy people that you would recognise. Now, it's filmed in quite um, quite an old fashioned way, and it's not badly directed as such, yeah. but it seems quite like a film from 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 the era of seven you know it's got oh, that okay. kind of kind of lighting Which is incredibly well directed yeah exactly so i'm not saying it's badly directed it's just it's got that kind of like it, it seems older than 2017 you feel oh, yeah. like this could easily have been made in in 2007 or for, for that matter 1997 yeah um only only in years with the seven in them though yeah exactly yeah definitely not 96 <laughs> no way no that'd be the wedding singer um I don't think it was that. It was 98. Anyway, um, but frankly, this film is awful. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. And I, I know earlier, I think, I think I said earlier how I feel like last time on the pod, I was a little bit easy on Burnt. Mm. But I am going to be easy on this film because I found it really genuinely enjoyable in the so bad it's good way. It's not oh, I... a Z. It's not a Z. Okay, yeah. But it's so cliched and stupid and the script there's so much wandering around just saying the script and i do like al pacino very much but he just wanders around like a kind of deflated (laughs) 
bag, mumbling <laughs> in this, and he seems to be putting on some kind of slight southern accent. And I don't oh, really? think accents are Al Pacino's strong suit because it just sounds really weird. I don't have the best ear for American accents, but he just sounds odd, and he just sort of wanders around. Do you, do you get any sort of hoo-ha sort of moments from him? No, no, not quite. But you know, it's just more. It's like he's thought, oh, I'm not going to do the hoo-ha. I'll just do the sort of the bit between hoo-ha. So uh, he just sort of wanders yeah, around, going, yeah. Yep. The bag is over in the corner. And you can't hear a word he's saying half the time. But he just really, I think he actually is doing quite a good job. And it's more that the script is just so appalling yeah. because it's just, they say the plot constantly. And they're constantly going, this means he's going to kill seven more people, <laughs> you know, or he's trying to spell a word on the wall. You know, they're oh, just saying everything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. And it's just, it's absolutely ludicrous. And it just, as I said, it seems quite tv This still sounds exactly like everything I hoped it would be when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, the- I, I genuinely think you would enjoy watching it, but it, yeah. it's, it's also genuinely true that it is appalling and it does, it, it, it outstays its work. I mean, it's not hugely long. It's an hour and 40 minutes or so. Oh, nice. Um, So it's not too bad, but it's, and I, but I, I honestly think this is the kind of, where if you were hanging around with mates and a bit you know getting drunk and fancied watching a silly, or just if you are hung over yeah i think i think you could have loads of fun watching it so i really do recommend it for that reason but it's it's actually closest in a lot of ways to that val kilmer movie do you remember that val kilmer movie we watched where oh he was god that was awful the, the, yeah was in, yeah yeah it's it's not as bad as that because that was definitely c c movie but this is very b and it's actually interesting because it's the first time i've seen al pacino in a film that properly feels totally second string, you know, like okay, just, yeah, yeah, it just tossed, there's just no thought or effort been put into the script, and honestly, I was giggling at the lines, sort of more or less throughout. Um, Why do you think he did it then? It was it, is it like you said? It's not like a mega yay list cast. It's Carl Urban and Britney Snow, yeah. director. Who's the? I mean, was it? Maybe they just thought the hook, you know, I mean, you know, if you hear a hook like that, you've just thought, oh, that could, you know, people do. Maybe like it's a bit serial. of fun, I guess. People go, ah, you know. Yeah. And like people like these serial killery things, don't they? I mean, I know they yeah. are, as we said, a bit old hat, but everyone loves a good investigation movie. And I think if you if you went to a meeting, I'm I'm, kind of like, I'm trying to put myself in the brain of Alpa bloody Cheeto. <laughs> I don't know why the bloody hell he did it. But yeah, it, I can imagine someone thinking, oh, that sounds like a cool idea. A murderer running around but there's this one particularly funny funny bit actually when a body turns up swinging like from because they're all hung but one of them's hung with a pig's head like stuffed on his head and it's supposed to be sort of scary and shocking and gruesome but it's just laughable it just you know yeah it's so yeah so for all of that i really recommend it and i do have um a kind of best line worst line all right do it now this is from a bit when Carl Urban is summarising the plot yet again. <laughs> but this time he's talking to their slightly angry um, captain. And just listen out for the way she says, um, she asks about the pig element to the recent death. This guy is definitely a psychopath. But I would classify him as an organised killer. There's nothing random or spontaneous frenzied about these attacks they're planned he leaves a controlled scene for us to find i think we're looking for a white male 25 to 35 extremely high iq what about this uh this pighead business (laughs) 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 something about a delivery what about about this this, uh, this pighead business business? (laughs) 
Oh, well, actually, it's, uh, it's going great. We've sold 15 pig heads so far this week. There's a bulk order in for next. I'm, I'm thinking about giving up being a detective. Honestly, it was constant. But I, Al Pacino isn't bad as such because I don't think it's his fault. It's his. It's the script. But it's fascinating just watching him bimbling around. Yeah. Being weird in this weird accent. It's not good at all. It's terrible. And I really recommend everyone watch it. It's um, not an E because I did genuinely enjoy it. But it's a D minus. Okay. Do you know who directed it? Uh, yes. Um, it, Johnny Martin. Um, and I can't remember if I looked him up. Um I think I did. I mean, he, I think he's a TV director and he's known... No, well, he's like... primarily a stunt coordinator. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, okay. so he's done like... Okay. I think he did Titanic. He's done a bunch of stunt coordinating and stuff. Oh, Not, right. You know, he's one of those like stunt, stunt coordinators who've moved into directing. Oh, um, is he? Yeah. Um, oh, just okay. like, what's his face? I've suddenly forgotten his name, the, the really the great British one. Um, yeah, yeah, Bernard Cribbins, yeah. That's it, perfect. Um, <laughs> do you not want to know how I know that? Oh, God, don't tell me he did the f- film that you've chosen. Exactly. They both came oh, out in 2017, no. and they are both directed by Johnny Martin. I just looked it up when you were talk- saying about why oh, really? Al Pacino might have done this. I thought, oh, God, maybe it's a really great director. Oh, no, it's the same director <laughs> as my movie. Oh, fantastic. So what's your movie called, dude? My movie is called Revenge, although it depends where you watch it. Oh, that's a good sign. Uh, it's, called, it's either called Revenge on UK Netflix, but on IMDb it's called Revenge, A Love Story. <laughs> oh my god that's awful and it's, it, it, now this is not the movie I initially set out to watch the movie I initially set out to watch I couldn't find anymore and I don't think I don't know if that's because I got the title wrong or whatever so I started looking for crime things and then I'm sorry like I have a I have a sort of strange magnet thing going on I couldn't help it I saw <laughs> the name Nick Cage and I just clicked on it yeah like they, you know what What else am i gonna do I've, I've i'm almost on a one-man mission to watch every nick cage movie on netflix and there's a lot i mean he's made a hundred films according to him anyway yeah it's a lot, oh, a lot yeah. of movies for a lead actor um so it's it's adapted from a book um the slightly less sort of palatably titled rape a love story um i don't but, want to read that no so basically it starts out with um nick cage at sort of a he does a we see him as a detective anyway there's some sort of traffic stop thing of a drug dealer or whatever and his partner gets shot and we realize his wife has has passed away as well and he goes and has a drink in a bar he's like he's defining the word hangdog um <laughs> and in this bar there's this very pretty lady um and she comes out to him and she's like woo hi and then um he's just kind of like she's a bit drunk she wants to go for an answer and he's you know he's not into it but he is also she's nice and he's nice about it and she is anna hutchison do you know who Anna Hutchison is? Yes. She is in primarily for me. She's in Cabin in the Woods. Yes. She's yes, the girl. She's, she's the, yeah. She's the one who slogs the wall. Really, in Cabin in the Woods. She's really yeah. great. She's also yeah. in um, something I'm going to recommend later, uh, right. an, an Australian TV show. But um, she's actually initially a, a Kiwi, I think. Um, oh. And so Anna Hutchison is wow. there, and then we move on to her story, and essentially she is um i would think but i believe widowed she has a daughter who's about um i guess 14 ish and you know she's she basically she likes a drink the mother and she they go around to her boyfriend's pad and 
they have a big old party and she gets a bit smashed and then she takes her daughter home and but they're having this really lovely mother-daughter bonding moment it's very sweet because initially she'd screamed at her for sitting on the roof and you know she's worried she might fall off and then she's kind of said sorry and then then she was like oh god like come on let's take this cool shortcut through the woods back to our place Oh, and it's like, yeah exactly but it's it's and it's a lovely lovely time and then she takes a shortcut through the woods they come up on a cabin and there are four guys who've been doing drugs and drinking who know her from school when she was when she was at school um right. and essentially they very quickly it escalates to them massively assaulting beating and raping her oh. um her daughter goes and hides so they don't get her or find her or anything um and then it looks like her mother's dead she runs out into the road and runs up the road and just as Nick Cage in his patrol car is driving down, so he finds her. They go and they get to Anna Hutchison. Um, we find out then they call the ambulance. She hasn't died, which is oh, nice. Good. Um, yeah. And they take her to the hospital and her mother turns up, who's played by Deborah Unger. Um, Deborah, Deborah Unger. Unger. Deborah Unger, um, who unfortunately, and I don't want to be judgmental, but I'm going to be because I am quite, has had quite a lot of plastic surgery, which is a real shame because she had a really like good face. And I don't just mean that in like, she's pretty. She just had a really cool, expressive face. She is um, in the game. She's the girl who starts out as the oh, waitress who sets him oh up. Oh, God. Oh, is it? I was yeah. Thinking, weirdly, I was thinking about the game only the other day, wondering what happened to her, because I don't feel like I've seen her in anything Well, she time. was in Revenge, Love Story, but unfortunately, yeah, she's had a bit of work done, and it looks worky, which is a shame, because she, like I said, mm. she had a cool, slightly different, really expressive face. Yeah, Anyway. Yeah. That was 1997. <laughs> it's it's all about the sevens. <laughs> um, I love the game. So do I. But... Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't watch that. Uh, but I did watch Revenge. And so, anyway, she they, they look after the daughter. She starts to get better. No, she tells Nick Cage who did it because, you know, she knows who they are because she was at school with them. And they get arrested. And then they the, the sort of process of trying to bring them to trial happens. Um, at which point, enter Don Johnson. Oh. Which, is, which isn't something I say very often. <laughs> I wasn't um, expecting that. As a sleazy lawyer, uh, the parents like have a nice big house. So these these kids are real kind of horrible hit kids though, and uh, their parents put up their house as bond for Don Johnson, the sleazy lawyer, to defend their kids and get them off. Right. Um, and long story short, he does a very good job of it because he is extremely slick and um, sort Skilled. of annihilates her a bit. Yes, and it doesn't quite go to it goes to the sort of the arraignment and gets that to that stage. But it's obvious as well the judge is kind of in his pocket. The judge is obviously not very pro the woman he's a pretty misogynistic kind of guy and yeah it looks like it's going to be a really harrowing court ordeal and she might not even go through with it now i've i've praised this this has taken about an hour and 10 minutes of an hour and 40 minute movie Oh really? Just to get us to this point, yeah. Oh god, there's a yeah. Lot I was of expecting plotting... this to be the first twenty minutes or something. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of plotting yeah. slow. Now, what I'm going to tell you is a spoiler, but it's not because it's called Revenge. Yeah, when well, no, it's called so, Vengeance. Sorry, Vengeance. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wrote Revenge into my notes. I'm an idiot. Um, there, the thing is, there is there is a Korean movie called Revenge: A Love Story, which has got really great there? reviews. And this is called Vengeance: A Love Story. Yeah, but yeah. um, the uh. Basically, when it looks like these guys are going to get off, Nick Cage, who's just been quietly in the background, and he must this he must have like forty lines the whole movie, maybe a bit more, but not much. Um, just decides to kill them all. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, he just sort of basically quite quickly and easily executes most of them. 
He sort oh, of does right. he, he does one of them in view of everyone because the guy pulls a knife at him outside a bar and he just shoots him through the forehead. It's awesomely done. Um, yeah. Because he's a cop, so you can just go, yeah. yeah well, you know, I'm a cop. Meh. Self-defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, then, he, then, he, then, he, then he dispatches the other three in various ways. Well, it sounds um, like classic revenge. I mean, this sounds very sort of um, almost, apart from the sort of hour-long precursor. Well, I mean, this is sa- the thing. It, it, sounds, it sounds like um, uh, Death Wish, you know. Yeah, exactly. But then mm. the whole joy of these revenge movies is normally the revenge bit, the, the tracking them down. <laughs> the, like, the, but it's sort of, I mean, it's great for the shock factor. And I would say to people in general... Look, I don't not recommend this movie. I recommend watching it for the like for his streak of vengeance. But you do have to plod through an awful lot of crying and wailing and <laughs> overly long complicated scenes and lawyers, boring lawyers, not even like good courtroom banter, just boring lawyer chat and to get there. But you do I mean, I, I sort of recommend you do the wading, but at the same time, you know, I'm not gonna say this is the greatest movie ever. It's ploddy. And I do yeah. think very much uh you know I'm sure he creates great stunt sequences. He doesn't bring much more than a plod to mm. to this. I mean, there's not. I wouldn't say it had any visual flair, really, necessarily. I mean, there's a couple of nice set pieces. Mm. Don Johnson there, overacts. Any, Nick Cage overacts news? by underacting. Lana Just because it's the good. same director, is there any news on the pig head business? Well, actually, that was going pretty strong. By now, it seems to have fallen off a little bit. Oh, okay. There is a, there is one um, particularly bad best line, worst line, right at the end when um. Uh, Don Johnson gives a big speech to Nicolas Cage because he's rumbled that he's killed all his clients. Um, Don Johnson doesn't care, he still gets paid. But um, mm. but he sort of turns around to Nick Cage and he sort of gives him a bit of speech and then he says... Who knows? You might even need my services someday. And Nick Cage sort of mumbles, and I hope you never need mine. Oh. And it's it's really weird and pathetic. Oh, that does sound really quite lame. Yeah, it is. It's just like, uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> like it's it's Nick Cage. He's watchable, but he's not actually. He's, he's not very Nick Cage in it. He's definitely not the crazy Nick Cage. He's the really low toned key down Nick, Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah, super toned down Nick Cage, which is a shame. But mm. um, you know, like I say, it's worth it for the brutality of the killings. Oh, okay. Other than that. I really wouldn't bother that much. And also, you know, oh, I tell you what else it's worth it for, bizarrely, is Talitha Bateman, who plays the daughter. She's great. Everyone else is a real kind of like, everyone else is a, is a, it's just so two-dimensional. She is right. quite a well-formed character. Um, and she's trying to balance, you know, looking after her mum, who's been, you know, who's going through a breakdown because she's been horrifically assaulted. But she herself has witnessed it, so she has her own little bit of post-traumatic stress going on. Um, and has no father figure to turn to she sort of like latches onto Nick Cage a bit but she's great and she's her performance is really good and she's in a bunch of stuff coming up I think but okay. um, yeah I you know recommend it for her recommend it for the for the brutality don't recommend it for most of the rest okay 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 well it's just yeah that sounds like another good example of one that you've watched to take it for the team I yeah. think I might dip into the beginning of that just to see just to see well I would dip into the end as well just to watch the scene with Nick Cage yeah. shoots the dude in the head outside the bar and then kills the other people because that's quite cool yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It I mean like... I, I like I must admit I've, I've always quite like a sort of simple revenge plot yeah and when they're done well they're really you know it can be such a great great you know great film but I I was I, I was switched off them slightly I've mentioned this before I think on the mm. pod but when I saw um, Law Abiding Citizen because I got oh, that I out thinking seen that. Yeah. oh this will be a good B movie it's not it's no. a terrible B movie I, I couldn't bear it 
Okay, what about what about more crime in 2017? What else happened in 2017, <laughs> Jono? Well, the other thing that happened in 2017 was a film called Small Town Crime. Well, it's got crime in the title. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yes, it's 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 the combo film time and it's small town crime. Oh, God, that rhyme. That's like I'd, I'd thought it up. Um, it's a thriller and um, it stars... John Hawkes, who I really, really like. Yeah, I really like him too. I know I remember him... I remember him most mm-hmm. from that fantastic scene at the be- very beginning of... From Dust Till Dawn? From Dust Till Dawn, yes. yes. When he, Benny's he plays world the owner of, of the... Booze. Of, yeah. Benny's World of Booze, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And and he's the actual... He's Benny. He's Benny, owner, yeah. And he's that fantastic opening yeah. scene. What else has he been in, though? He's very good in Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is just oh, such a is. wonderful movie. And yeah, he's also yeah. crackingly good in Winter's Bone, another absolute oh, stonking yes. movie. Yeah, God, I've not watched that for ages. Uh, he so tends good. to play. There's a certain type of character he tends to play. Yeah. Um, I don't mean that as a criticism. I just, you know. But uh, what, what I like about this is that I mean, this is the first time I've seen him with a leading role. Yes. Instead yes, of me just too. being the character actor on the outside kind of thing. Yeah, and I thought, and I, and at, at first I was sort of thinking, oh, is it one of those? It was one of those situations. Like, will he be able to carry the film? And just, I'm not going to say yet whether I like the film or dislike the film, but I totally felt his acting in it is very good and he's a he's a very good actor but i but i think the role itself leads itself very much to his yeah milieu so he is a um he's a a cop who's been kicked off the force for being an alcoholic yeah and he just basically saw sort of alcoholics around and he was kicked off the force because they did a stop and search or something didn't they on or is a Mm. even it was a uh it was a a pursuit of a car you learn about it in flashback and basically his his partner got killed, and then during the shootout, well, which he was drunk while doing, he accidentally killed um, an innocent party. A little um, unfair because they were in the trunk of the car. Exactly, exactly. But the point but is, yes, he got thrown off the force because he was he was breathalysed and he was boozed. Right smashed. at the beginning of the yeah. film, you straight. It's very quick. He he kind of you can't. Oh, see I forgot him about this. I love the I love the opening for this. I think <laughs> it's really funny. He just wakes up, and you kind of just see that a car, a muscle car. Is crap is just you know his fence is is down and he just looks totally unfazed by it and you you learn you realize oh that's just because he's drunkenly yeah. parked his car badly in his own front garden and then he goes on a series of interviews that he's trying to lose yeah because <laughs> yeah, it's just, right. you know, with, with the sort of you know welfare kind of thing so he um yeah mm. he spectacularly is about to get one job and tanks it rather brilliantly yeah yeah by telling them um, I have a problem with alcohol yeah so yeah. he's on the way back from um a place. A bar, I believe. Yeah. And he comes across a body yeah. at the side of the road. Yeah. Not dead yet, but left for dead woman. Yeah. She's, she's actually still alive when he finds her, still breathing. Yeah. And she's, she's quite messed up. And he um, puts her in his car, drives her to hospital, and that sets off the main plot of the film. Yeah. I mean, he can't really let his police past go. He sort of talks to his friends on the force because people still like him. Yeah. And, it, and it turns out that he... Um, starts to investigate what happened, essentially, because yeah. the cops aren't entirely willing to really, you know, go the extra mile on this one. No, and and you, you're right; they do. They, people do still like him, but actually, no, he's quite. I think it's more fair to say that he isn't a very liked character, even by the people on the force. There's one copper that tolerates. True, him, true, true. But they're kind of they're all quite angry with him for doing what he did, for yeah. being drunk, because that did lead to the death of a cop. And he's just a, you know, he's a known barfly tool so yeah he's not a very popular figure but yes he 
that he he sort of gets regets the bug, as it were, of being yes. a cop. And the two cops that are in fact investigating how this woman got to where she got to, yeah, um, you know, basically get annoyed because he starts sticking his oar in, and they don't, yeah. you know, and they don't want him to have anything to do with it. But of yeah. course, as you might guess, he carries on investigating. Um, he's also his brother-in-law and his his sister because he's adopted, so his um his sister's black and her. Her husband kind of help him out. The husband is the is Anthony Allison, who's in the Departed, who I, who's great in that. Oh right, okay. Um, and you know, my overwhelming thought about sort of twenty minutes into this movie, maybe fifteen minutes into this movie, and I don't know if you had the same thought. I mean, I'm sure you did have the same thought. It's mm. pretty much glaringly, obviously, standing there smacking you in the face with a hammer. I just went, "Oh, it's a noir." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. I had exactly the same thought. I was thinking. I'm really enjoy- I'm going to cut to it. I really enjoyed it. Oh, me this too. Film. This was great. Yeah, really good. This is exactly what I hoped we'd find on this podcast. You know, yes. a real gem that I'd not heard of before. Absolutely. I really I, enjoyed it. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm predisposed. I love film noir and I love the neo noirs that have come yeah. out. And, but it, yeah, it's just a, it's a crack, crackingly classic old, you know, rumpled PI noir on the trail yeah. of some weird sort of sexual misadventure girls broken thing exactly weird, something everyone's well, involved conspiracies yeah. and oh there was something as well because there's this bit quite early on i'm not going to reveal any more plot points but no, the point is, gosh, no. Any, any more significant ones anyway but there's a point when he goes to someone who's related to one of the girls who's like this sort of posh guy who then it, it agrees to bankroll him and it is just like something right directly out of raymond chandley you know he always goes to yeah. see some well-heeled dude who's yeah 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 like exactly in some way exactly. to a victim or something yeah it, yeah no i really enjoyed it i thought i did fi- I, I didn't lose interest at any point but just i felt like there were times just towards the end when perhaps it didn't there's just i felt like there were just little moments where the script went a bit awry yeah I mean, it's, overall, not, it's not perfect by any by any means no no but overall you know that's it, it's just it's just it's just really good and the, yeah. john hawks is fantastic he is he fantastic yeah, I'm, I'm really going to mention as well the old guy who you talked about the the father on the kids. That, that's that's Robert Forster. Yes, yes. So you're looking at another um, Tarantino alumni, as it yeah. were. Um, and there's the um, the drug dealer, the sort of pimpy drug dealer mood, played by <laughs> yeah. Clifton Collins Jr., who I love. He's great in um, Rules of Attraction. He's just was often no, plays the same character. Yeah, yeah, his character name is Mood. Yeah, which I was, was thinking because basically when it's said in a British accent, oh, it sounds like something from Willow the Wisp. Mood. But when he <laughs> says it, it's, it's Mood. Like, I don't know. It just sounds yeah. cool when he says it. Doesn't say anything like that. Yeah. Um, who else was good? Oh, so there's a there's a bad guy kind of um, hitman who yeah. when it first sort of turned up in the film, I was thinking, oh, this is a bit weird. But actually, he's a very intimidating quite creepy weird hit yeah yeah absolutely who I, I thought was really good and the other thing i was going to say about this film was just it really reminded me of that kind of raft of movies that started coming out just in that sort of post tarantino age mm. in the 90s you know, it reminded me a little bit of that two days in the valley type film do you remember yes that? absolutely i love two days in the valley that's the the sort of birthplace of charlie's theron yeah yeah and it had that sort of aesthetic because it was, it was yes, strange yeah, because every now mean, and then it would be that, that it would be noir-y. genuinely quite funny, you know. Yes. It, was, so it would play certain scenes for laugh, for, for laughs. Sorry, I'm, I'm not wording it very well. But yeah, it's <laughs> in, in that sense, it had quite a sort of strange tone. You know, it would go from really quite sort of nasty-ish moments yes, to sort of quite moments some, yeah. of brevity. Yeah, absolutely. And it's then it definitely is quite 
funny in you know his, his whole yeah. you know slouchy hangdogginess is none of he doesn't have the cool of your philip marlowe he's definitely no he's on the other side of the coin to to philip marlowe who's yeah you know louche and um likes a whiskey but it's pretty hard bitten whereas he just likes to drink a lot of whiskey and fall off the side of bars and it's just <laughs> yeah. just a bit of a mess of a human being so it's also like it's it's obviously it's a redemptive tale for him yeah yeah there's a there's a satisfying art without giving away what happens because i'm not saying it's all happy or anything no but also um you know, another good reason to watch it i think because obviously we're both recommending this is that um he drives a, a very cool muscle car so for oh. fans of muscle car movies there's lots of muscle car action it not is. necessarily full-on car chasing but there's lots of him just driving around. around in this like early mustang i believe i could be <laughs> yeah. wrong but i think it's yeah. like a second really position cool. mustang or something yeah. yeah yeah oh great so you've both got a recommendation i mean this is a solid what b for me i think it's probably a solid b yeah i'd go with a solid b as well yeah, yeah. definitely definitely watch this you will do yeah. you will enjoy if you like a noir you'll love this if you you know if you're ambivalent about noirs watch it anyway because it's actually it's a great acting performance it's a really involving story and yeah. it's got a very it's got i think it's got a slightly silly but very satisfying climax yeah i'd agree with that totally yeah and yeah. uh you know Get down yeah. to the Netflix and, and I, I give was kind of hoping watch. we'd disagree. I was hoping you'd say it was average, but I kind of no. suspected you'd, you'd probably. You know quite me like too it. well. I thought you would as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching this going, we've got one. Yay. I know. It's really nice when we hit upon a, a yes. rich seam of good. Absolutely. Um, and it's nice to end on a positive note instead of like last week where I was just like, <laughs> meh. <laughs> or last yeah. time even. Um, yeah. So that's great. We've got a couple of movies that we'd. Uh, you definitely wouldn't recommend I'd sort of recommend oh no sorry you definitely did recommend even though it's yes. not very good I sort oh, yeah, of recommend terrible but yes definitely but recommend. watch it we'll watch it for the violence and then one that we wholeheartedly recommend for the fact that it's actually a good movie <laughs> yeah there should be some sort of you know, sound of exploding firecrackers at that point yeah you know, party poppers so is there anything else you'd recommend, John? I'm not connected to this stuff in our section where we recommend things that aren't connected to this that are good that we could or could be connected to it that we recommend section. Yes, um, I do have a thing for our special new section of things that we do recommend. What did we call it? What are we calling it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and this, I'm basically, I'm recommending something that is very famous, but it's just, I, you know, I'm sure everyone's got this. You've got certain YouTube videos that you constantly go back to. And yeah. you've ended up like adding a hundred views just on your own. Yeah. And this has a very, this very... This isn't lightsaber kid, is it? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't watched that for ages. Um, <laughs> no, but this is a very loose connection just because obviously we mentioned Goodfellas at the start. That's a far, quite a famous crime film. And this is a, from a film that... Um, Scorsese made but it's uh, so he made The Last Waltz um, which is a you know, documentary film all about the band yeah and it's just just search up The Wait live and it's just the band from The Last Waltz playing their song The Wait and it's just I honestly gives me freaking goosebumps every time it's only about five minutes long everyone know, you probably know the song The Wait but it's just a particularly good version and it's the bit when the staple singers, because the staple singers are there, are playing live, and they so the first verse is that the drummer takes, the second verse, um, the staple singers takes, and then and then pop pop staples takes the third verse, and honestly, Goosebump City, it's absolutely fantastic. Wow! And as it's Scorsese, there's a very slight sort of um, link, but anyway, it's the wait live, and that will get it get you on it on YouTube, and it's fantastic. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna link mine back to my um, vengeance, a love story 
slash just vengeance anna okay. hutchinson um as well as being um really 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 good in um the movie that i've suddenly forgotten the name of oh god damn it benjamin i was on a roll as well as being really very good in cabin in the woods um she's also was in uh an aussie tv show called underbelly now oh. on, basically uh, the the first series of this was had to be banned in the state of victoria for a while because um trials were ongoing but it's about the and it, this is totally crime again it all, it all links in it's about the mob in melbourne essentially the first oh, couple okay. of seasons and it's absolutely brilliant oh wow I think, and, and, I... and it extends there are about five six seasons and then it goes into sydney it goes into some of the past of the drug traffic in the 70s and stuff in each season's a different thing but they are all great but the, the, i mean the first season's brilliant i think she's in the second season which is also brilliant um and yeah if you can find underbelly anywhere give it give it a watch you will absolutely thank yourself and thank me thank you so that's that for recommendations for the movies we watched what is happening next time Jono well I thought uh, for no particular reason other than I just fancied it that we should go for a trip into the woods okay so the theme is lost in the woods all right lost in the woods nice yeah so this you know this could be horror this could be um, yeah could be a children's film could be you know, a documentary. I haven't. I've or had like a grizzly man I've or got, something. Yeah, exactly. Or, or I mean, that running one that you did. That had, that was in woods, wasn't it? Quite oh yeah, the Barkley Marathons would be a good one yeah. for that. Although we've watched that. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, it's oh, just I like it. Lost in the woods. Walk in the woods. That's the general theme. Woods. We can discuss more next time. But I'm a big Thanks fan of woods. Oh, so me too. And um, yeah. I thought, okay. I'm, I'm hoping we can find a good creepy one. Well, I must admit, but I don't want it to be just horror. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, if you're a fan of the woods, write in and let us know. <laughs> or just if you're a fan of the podcast. Or if you'd like us to do something that isn't based around woodlands. Woods. Um, get hold Perhaps of us on more Twitter. more of a savannah kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do woods. Then jungles Lost in the in desert. Savannah, desert. Yes. Fantastic. No. Um, so... Oh. Get hold of us on Twitter. That's the best way. At we watch anything. You can also Gmail us. Um, we watch anything at gmail.com. Those are probably the two best ways. And if you really are at a loose end, why not pop onto iTunes? Leave us a review or any other place that you get your podcasts and that you can leave reviews because that, you know, every little bit helps. And uh, <laughs> as they say in some supermarket effort, and I it would just be good to hear um, from you. But, um, <laughs> you know, even if you hate it, just let us know. Yes. We can, Actually, always, we can change. <laughs> Not that much, we can't really. Great. No. Well, until then, we're going to go and get lost in the woods. You, yes. go and watch Small Town Crime because you'll really enjoy it. Yes, I, re- I, I concur. And do watch mine as well because it's terrible but genuinely Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, especially the pig head business. Yes. The pig head business. <laughs> Actually, I might go and start a pig head business. I really want to hear what people think of Al Pacino's voice as well. Is it just me or is it genuinely weird? Because I think it's genuinely weird. So I'd be interested to hear what people think. All right. Answers on a postcard, please. Or on a, you know, email equivalent or Twitter. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be Bye. back with you soon. Bye. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get lost in the woods. Oh, you know.